panel, listen. The one and only DMC. Brooklyn's own, you saw him at Hot 97 Summer Jam on the festival stage. You saw him as Santa Claus too, the one and only Fresher. Wait, 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 wait a minute. His song, wait a minute, you know, over 30 million views on YouTube. Fresher, we got a name tag for you, I think right down here. The one and only Hot 97's own, my brother DJ Enough. She hosts the Women in Hip Hop podcast, which I was a guest on, and she's also been on Street Soldiers, and she's really trying to put the focus on women in hip hop. Give it up for Jazzy Bell. Street Soldiers. He's been supporting the show for a minute. Up and coming producer, but he's worked with some of the biggest names in the business, the one and only Buddha the Future. And also, uh, another aspect of hip hop that's very important are our hip hop journalists who record what is going on, who talk about the industry, who talk about the culture and beyond. And I want you to give it up for Somia K. She is here with us right now. Somia, go that with me. All right. You got it. And you've seen her articles in Double uh, XL and a number of other pu uh, publications. She's also been on, on Street Soldiers. So I want to thank all of you for being with us. All right. And uh, let me officially welcome everybody to this special episode of Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. And uh, we are talking about hip hop's contribution to our culture and to our world. Our theme is make music, not war. How hip hop is becoming a unifying force. And one of the reasons we are really excited about doing this is not only because we just had the 44th anniversary of hip hop, we have also seen that uh, hip hop is now the most popular music downloaded around the world. So that's a huge accomplishment. Especially for uh, something they said wouldn't last. Well, guess what? Here we are. So let me just introduce the panel to you again so you can uh, see everybody. We got Buddha the Future, producer, work with many of the top groups. Somia Krishnamurthy, AKA Somia K on social media our pop culture expert and writer, the one and only DMC who's working on a new album. He's always working on something. I got like three pages on you of what you're up to right now. It's, cra it's crazy. That would be a whole show in and of itself. The comic books, the book that we did interviewed you for, for Fox 5 and for Street Soldiers, so many things, but congratulations and, and real honored to have you with us. We're real excited. Thank you. And you know the head of the heavy hitters, the one and only DJ Enough. Yeah. You hear him? You hear 
them pretty much all the time on Hot 97, every day, the new at 2, all the other times, special mixes, all over TV, all over social media, all over everywhere, like that. Just doing it, making it happen, heavy hitter style. That's right. Running it, running it. All right, also with us is Jazzy Bell, and uh, Jazzy is a model. She also has a podcast that is getting a lot of traction, a lot of attention, because it's focusing on something that a lot of us feel needs more attention, women in hip-hop. So I recommend you check out her podcast, Women in Hip-Hop. Jazzy, great to have you with us. We appreciate it. And also with us, Brooklyn's own, the one and only Fresher. Whoa, 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 wait a minute, okay? Fresher has a habit. I'm gonna I'm gonna spill a little game here, a little inside dirt. He's from Brooklyn. He has a thing for kids that are going through really tough times. So uh, Fresher, this this holiday season, dressed up as Santa Claus. Oh wow. Oh, that's cool. No. And then uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but Santa needed presents, so he called street soldiers. So we combined our resources and we we made it happen. Made a lot of kids happy in East New York. So uh, that was an awesome thing. So everyone up here on this panel has done something in connection with the community. That's why I'm really excited about this. So I want to I want to start with you, DMC. When you look at where hip hop is right now, what do you see going on? Oh wait, the microphones. Yes, How do we microphones. miss the microphones? We can pass them. We can pass them. Okay, we'll pass. One, two. Uh, right now, it's good that hip-hop is the number one music in the world. I come from a time where every interview we would do, one of the questions would be, where do you think you'll be in a year? Where do you think you'll be in three years? Where do you think you'll be in five years? So now that hip-hop is this widely received, I think it's time for the artists, and also the corporations putting out the music to allow a new, fresh breath of inspirational, motivational music to participate. And what I mean by that is, when we came along, when Randy MC came along, we got turned down by every label. Because if y'all don't realize, everything repeats itself no matter what genre, what culture it is. In the beginning, because of the successful records like The Message, every record was a ghetto record. Life in the ghetto, growing up in the ghetto, it's hard in the ghetto, message one, message two. I mean, you had your comic relief records and you had your um, socially conscious and political records, but that didn't really take off till Public Enemy came. But in the beginning, hip hop was just considered black ghetto music. And nobody thought it was going anywhere. But it started to go somewhere because those young brothers and sisters from the black ghetto started talking about history, started talking about politics, started talking about education, started talking about what this panel today is about, the positive things that's going on in the community. When we came along, one of the reasons we kept getting turned around, turned down was they said this, they said, nobody wants to hear a rapper rapping about St. John's University and chicken and collard greens. But somebody took a chance to put the record out. In the same way, we can make these rap songs about, you know, how many guns I have, how many parties I go to, 
how much, um, and how intoxicated I get with those same attitudes and that same enthusiasm. If we would start letting the world know how powerful that positivity is, we would start to see a change in those communities. And what I mean by that is, when I rap, I'm DMC, in the place to be, I go to St. John's University. And since kindergarten, I acquired the knowledge. After 12th grade, I went straight to college. Now, I put that on a rap record because I didn't know no better, but I was surprised because little homies was coming up to me going, yo, Daryl, how the hell are you going to be an MC and you go to school? And that just opened up dialogue for me. I was able to say, not only do I go to St. John's University, I was always a straight A student. I always did my homework and started doing that. So they started seeing, they started seeing, perceiving what was corny and not cool as something powerful. Changing, changing what's cool, and that's what we're talking exactly. about on this special so town if we hall do edition. If, 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 if we start I'm not cutting off doing DMC that. for a break. Yeah, no, no. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. But if we start doing that, we will start seeing changes in the community. Big time. This is Street Soldiers, our seventh annual Push for Peace. We'll be back right after this. Hey, what up, y'all? This is Lloyd, the King of Hearts, and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, and real people only on Hot 9-7. You did. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. This is our seventh annual Push for Peace Town Hall here at Brooklyn Borough Hall, and if we got a panel for you for our topic, Make Music, Not War, the positive impact of hip-hop culture, and where we can take it from here. Joining us on our panel, Buddha the Future, one of the hottest new producers out there. Also, also music journalist and pop culture expert, Somia Krishnamurthy. The one and only DMC. DJ Enough, podcast host and model, Jazzy Bell, and Brooklyn's own fresher. Enough, let me ask you, uh, what do you think about this whole idea of how far it's come? Um, Hip-hop or just hip-hop? Hip-hop, yeah. Oh, it's amazing. I I love it. Hip-hop saved my life. I'm I'm glad I'm here. Um, We're glad you're here, too. Huh? We're glad you're here, too. No, I think it's true. Like, you know, I look at a lot of my friends I grew up with, um, and a lot of them are not here. You know, sad to say, whether they're incarcerated or they just passed away because of just growing up and doing the wrong thing. I chose to, to follow my dreams, and you know, I'll be honest with you, my parents, uh, I had great parents growing up, so I was lucky. My mom always said, chase your dreams. My dad was very old school, blue collar, was like, what are you doing? What? Playing music, huh? You know, my dad was a, a sanitation guy slash firefighter, so he he was like, uh, you work hard, you get paid, and that's how you do your thing. So for me, playing records and, uh, you know, hanging around break, break dancers and graffiti, and he was like, what are you doing? But, I, you know, now, you know, 
40-something years later, he's like, I'm so proud of you. And that, you know, it's crazy. When I graduated junior high school, my dad never said he was proud of me. <laughs> when I graduated high school, he never said he was proud of me. But then, you know, 40-some years later, like, he finally said, I'm proud of you, son, because you made the right decision. You know, it took a long time for my dad. Right, Les? My sister's here. And um, my dad's real old school, hardcore, like, blue collar. And you know, that's how he did his thing. So right. hip hop is just amazing because think about if that's my story, there's jobs for everybody in hip hop, you know? So there's journalism, there's radio, there's, you know, you can actually perform, there's uh, engineers, there's camera guys, like there's, there's production, there's all kinds of jobs that are in hip hop. And since we are the leading genre in music in the world, that means there's yeah. more money. In the world. <laughs> There's opportunities for everybody. Definitely, there is opportunity yeah. for, and you, you brought up you brought up journalism, and so so Mia, give us a sense because we're talking about how big it is and how far it's come. Is that just hype and because we feel good and love the music, or is that real? I mean, we definitely feel good and love the music, but the numbers are there, and especially if you look at any of the streaming platforms. Hip-hop is the genre people are listening to, and it's not just millions, we're talking billions of streams. And it's so funny because a lot of times you turn on like award shows or kind of, you know, look through like old school publications, they still kind of view hip-hop as this very niche genre. But, you know, I always tell people like, it's not pop culture, like hip-hop is pop music, it's pop culture, it affects fashion and politics and food and lifestyle, it's everything. So it's really a cultural force. You know, it's not just music or something people are doing in New York or LA, it's global. Like you can go Absolutely. to Japan and they're listening to hip hop, you can go anywhere. And I think that's, you know, if you talk about sort of American culture, I think one of the greatest exports is hip hop culture. And it's touched people in languages they don't even speak English. They don't understand the lyrics to the music, but they know every Run DMC song, they know what Hot 97 is, and they live in Uzbekistan. You know what I mean? Like, it's a global cultural thing. Which is amazing, which is so, yes. which is so amazing. <laughs> Buddha, grab that mic there. I want to ask you about, you know, coming up in terms of opportunities, you know, what you came from, what you overcame and I mean, growing how up you got in the, the game? Growing up in the Bronx was definitely a, a challenge and um, that's the birthplace of hip hop but um, just being, you know, residing in the 80s and 90s, you didn't have too much to look up to. So coming up, just even seeing hip hop programs in schools and, and, and see how influential the culture and, and, and the music is, is it's unbelievable. And I'm actually proud to be from New York and from the Bronx. You know, one of the poorest counties in the United States, but it also birthed this culture to have legends like DMC and Enough able to kick down doors and, and provide opportunities for us to eat. And music alone is a, is a soundtrack to people's lives. So to be a part of that, there's a dream come true. A total dream come true. Absolutely. Jazz, Jazzy Bell, in terms of the uh, women, because you know, b back in the day, it was like the, the female artists had to kind of be with a, a guy click or a guy crew, or they had to be affiliated in some way, and th that's changed a lot. What do, you, what do you see happening with women in hip hop? I'm happy to see where it's going right now, because like I said in the beginning, we had the Chirac, we had the Roxanne Chantes. Now, fast forward, you got Cardi B, you got Nicki Minaj, you got Remy Ma, you got all of these rappers, female rappers, that's coexisting in a space right now together. When back then, 
that wasn't the case. So I love what it's doing. I love what it's doing with Remy Ma. I love what it's done for Queen Latifah, starting off in the streets. And you see how she took it to TV, to film, mm -hmm. to everywhere. Like, hip-hop isn't just music. And people look at it like it's a stepping stone for you to do greater things. And they're giving women out there that may not want to do hip-hop, but you in a world where a lot of these occupations are male-dominated, right? So you look at people like Queen Latifah and Remy Ma and Nicki Minaj that are taking strides that are, of course, MC Light. Shout out to MC Light. I hear y'all over there. <laughs> and there's nothing greater to see a woman on TV that represents what I look like, represents a voice unapologetically, represents strength in a male-dominated field. So I love women in hip-hop. I grew up with seven brothers in a household. And when I look at hip-hop, I look at the women in it, and they set a great example for me to have a voice in this male-dominated field. So. And to give so many, uh, so many women a voice, too. Yeah. And, and, and also, too, you know, women who didn't fit the popular mold of what a female celebrity should look like either, as you said. Yeah. Fresher, let the, grab that mic there. Oh, you got, of course, he's got his own mic right there. <laughs> it's fresher. In terms of the music that influenced you and what, what's influencing what you're doing right now that is so hot here, tell us about that. Yes, um, I mean, uh, I was heavily influenced by just music overall, but um, every genre, you know, my, my mom, she's in here somewhere, had every, every soundtrack, every album, everything in the house. So I was like bound to do this, even though I grew, I grew up just really in the sports field, you know, I was a football player. But, you know, once I turned to music, I always, I love music. I just felt like, you know, that was my way of expressing myself and, 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 and uh, letting the people know that it's okay to feel, be down. And, you know, it's a, it's a mood thing, you know? So, um, you know, again, music saved my life. You know, it changed my life. You know, my, the last year alone, like this, this one year, it's just been so magical. I've been all over, you know, United States, you know? Um, and it's a blessing. But, um, you know, I just, like, again, like, I just want to touch on what um, DMC touched on, what about the educational thing, like, you know, music, I always try to let the kids, I do things for the kids. I use music to influence kids. Like a lot of people on the neighborhood, they, I would tell them things a year before I made it like, oh, um, listen, stay in school and do this, but now my voice is more powerful, you know what I'm saying? So now they, when next video? And I'm like, yeah, next video is next week, but how school? You know, are you playing any sport? You know, so I'm using my, 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 my fame just to, to spread the word and let these kids know, stay in school, you understand? Like I'm one of them dudes, I don't barely, barely, barely drink. I don't smoke at all. And in and, and, and hip hop, that's the cool thing, you know, that everybody's smoking weed in the videos and, and I don't do it, you know? Like I had a couple of, like, if you smoke, you'll be, you'll be way better. Not, you know, like, like people tell me that sometimes, you know, if you smoke, boy, you understand, the bars will be even better. And I say no, because I'll be less competent. I need to know what I'm saying. And, right, and, uh, right, you know, so, right. <laughs> so um, you know, um, and I just try to tell the kids that, you know, like, and they, they really think I'm a cool guy. And I said, listen, I, when I, perfect story, I'm not going to go too long, right? I was on tour last year um, in the summer with Riff Raff, and um, I had a, uh, two foam cups, right? Everybody had foam cups. And he's like, yo, what's that in the cup syrup? I'm like, this is water. <laughs> this is water in this cup. 
Like, you know, I, I don't. It's the new Drake. And, and he was like, well, I changed his life. Like this kid, seriously, he DM'd me. I, we was, I talked to him back and forth. And, I, and he's like, yo, you know, uh, yeah, I don't do syrup no more. You know, just because he thought that I had syrup and I told him it wasn't. He's like, and you know, now he doesn't drink syrup anymore. So, you know, like little things like that move me. I'm just here to inspire. I'll tell you all the time. Like inspire, that. inspire or retire, you know, so I'm just using inspire my words. Inspire or retire, I love that. All right. This is Street Soldiers, our special town hall push for peace from Bur uh, Brooklyn Borough Hall. We'll be back right after this. What it do, this Kevin Gates, and right now I'm kicking it with Lisa Evers. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. I'm so glad you're joining us for this special episode, our live town hall, Push for Peace, here in Brooklyn Borough Hall. And have we got a panel for you, our producer, Buddha the Future. <laughs> Music journalist and pop culture expert, Somia Krishnamurthy. Somia. The one and only DMC. <laughs> Hot 97's own DJ Enough. Podcast host and model Jazzy Bell. And Brooklyn's own Fresher. How about some questions and comments from the audience? Okay, here we go. Could you stand up, please? Okay. You look real serious. You're taking notes and everything. What's, I love that. What's your first name? Gia. Gia, and do you have a question or comment? Question. Okay. How can we encourage rap to be more positive, being that it inspires so many? Mm. Oh, excellent question. Okay. <laughs> DMC? Uh, Jazzy, you want to take that? Um, yes, I'll take mm -hmm. it. Well, this is, as soon as she said that, the first thing that came... As soon as she said that, the first thing that came to mind was, you guys have more power than you think. So what, I was gonna say what we rap about, but I'm not a rapper, but what these guys rap about and what you guys take heed to is important. So y'all support the music. If they're speaking a bunch of crap and negativity, then- Don't listen to it. Here, take that one, take that one. Here we go, here we go. Pass okay. Cool crush style. Pass the mic. Pass the mic. Pass the mic. And that's and that's how I feel. If if the music you guys don't right, the music you guys support is important. So if, like he said, he's he's talking about he doesn't smoke weed. No, that's not scissor in his cup. Um, it's water. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's up to the people, the consumers, to say this is what we want. Tell us what you want to hear. Tell the rappers what it is you're going through and what you want to hear, more positive stuff, and support those artists. But also keep in mind, hip-hop is street first. Yes, it's global now, but it started in the streets. So what you're hearing is people's personal experiences and what they went through in the streets, and they're just being vocal about it. And that them being vocal about it is allowing them to get out of the streets. So always keep that in, in mind as well, that yes, the, the message may not come across as positive, but the bigger picture is, is getting them off the streets. They're not snatching chains, they're not robbing purses. They have a legitimate job. That's why most of the rappers, their first album represent the streets and what it is that they went through. And then after that, you see Jay-Z saying, throw on the button shirt, or marry a wife and don't cheat on her. You know what I mean? So. Hip-hop is all about evolving and evolution and growing. So just stick with hip-hop because it's really saving lives. So just keep that in mind as well. Saving lives. DMC, you want to chime in on that? If we can get your mic. Okay. There we go. Um, when we was first making records, uh, I think we, we was 17 years old. 
and our first producer, who's actually the greatest producer in hip hop ever that nobody knows about, is a man named Larry Smith. And the greatest producer, two Run DMC's album, Houdini's album, Friends, Five Minute Funk, Rockbox, it's like that, all that. But he used to say this to us, we need the elders, and we also need the elders within the youth scenario. What I mean is, when I was 16 years old, people 18 to 21 was older and mature to me. And when I was 21, I looked up to my aunts and my uncles who was 25, 26, and 27, and 28. There's this thing called responsibility with your gift that we need to encourage. We don't need to preach it, but we need to encourage it. My first producer would look at me and run. We rhyming about everything in the world. We had more lyrics than everybody. We was, we was making more rhymes than God. And he would slow our roll by saying, yo, everybody could rap. Could you make a song that's gonna touch people when they hear it? And that would make us stop what we're doing, flabbergasted, and would make us go home, sit down, and create. So we need to encourage each other. And, and you young people, you need to encourage your friend. When they, I never wanted to spit bars to impress my 16 and 17 year old and 18 year old friends. I wanted to spit bars that would make politicians, preachers, pastors, scientists say, do you hear and see what these young people are doing? Oh, yes. That's All what right. we gotta start All right, doing. We're hear. Okay, who's got a question or comment over here? All right, well, let me come over to here. What's your name? What's your name? My name is Jigga from SOS Bed-Stuy. And my question is, um, what do, what do y'all think, what do y'all think about, um, gun violence and rap? All right, excellent question. He's from a group that's about stop shooting. Okay, who wants to take that? Fresh air, okay, we're, we're gonna, fresh oh, okay, yeah, we go. Fresh, that's an excellent question. Excellent question. And I can tell you've been listening to Street Soldiers. We talk about that a lot. Yeah, yeah, we, we got enough right now. Oh, we got to slide this over. Yeah, but you said, um, what do we think about gun violence and rap, right? Um, uh, I think that everyone makes the correlation. It, 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 all right, back to what Jazzy said about, about um, rappers and, and hip-hop artists, we're talking about, like I'm from East New York, right? You're from Bedford-Stuyvesant. It's a lot of violence in our neighborhoods. So as artists, we, we talk about it. As artists, we talk about what we go through and what we see in our neighborhood. Uh, that's not a negative thing, though. I think that more so me, if I say something about uh, someone with a gun or anything, my message away from music, when I'm sitting there and I'm talking to you, like, I, I, I wouldn't, I would advise you in other ways, school and talk about, that's why us as artists, like me, I'm an artist that, all right, I'm, even if I rap about something that's, you know, negative in the people's eyes, when I see the kids and I talk to them away from music, you understand? Because you have artists, Fresher is the artist, but then you have Sean Rutland, which is the, the human, the, the, the man. And, I'm, and, my, and my goal is to inspire you to, 
Talk about what you, if you decide to read the music, talk about what you're going through in the neighborhood, but it's a message away from music, and that's to don't pick up that gun. Stay in school, inspire, help your mother, respect your, respect your elders and, and things of that sort. So when it comes to violence and gun violence and music, uh, I think it's overrated in hip hop. I think we, you know, we, got it, we get a bad rap about it, but we're just talking about what we go through. But artists, as artists, we need to also spread that message away from music. I think that I'm more effective and in, 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 in my, my duty away from music is bigger than my, me actually making records. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm here to inspire you. I want you to do well. I want you to stay in school. I want you to be the best man you can be. You understand? So me, regardless of what I rap about, my message away from music, when this mic is down and I see you in the street, that's I take more pride in that. And that's inspiring you to be a better man. You know? So that's, that's that, my statement. That's why, and that's why you're here today. So, Mia, um, in, in terms of the, but in terms of what sells, just in in our American culture, which is driving worldwide culture, violence is big business. It is. I mean, I think when we talk about gun culture, it's part of American culture, unfortunately, and you know, there's a lot of things on the political side and community activism that. Personally, I wish we would push more in that direction. Like, I think our culture is very violent, and just intrinsically, we reach for weapons maybe far more than um, other countries. You know, I think it's important, both with Fresher and Jazzy, we're saying that for some people, that violence is a reflection of their reality. But I think if you look at certain artists, and I think we have to mention like a J. Cole or a Kendrick Lamar, both very successful artists right now, and their message is not that. You know, you don't see them in the videos living a life that's promoting negative images. And, you know, I can speak from interviewing both of them behind the scenes. It's very much who they are as people, too. So I think, you know, we have to highlight, it's, it's often easy for the headlines to be the negative stuff. But let's also tell the stories of artists doing positive things and being successful. You know, I think what's great now is it's not one or the other. You can rap about being politically active. You can rap about going to college. I mean, J. Cole went to St. John's, you know what I mean? And you can, you know, be true to yourself and be just a regular person without sort of the whole image and be super successful. And I think that's great. Chance the Rapper, you know, this is a guy who I would argue his political activism, what he's doing with the Chicago Public Schools, makes him a bigger rapper. So the, what's cool is in the industry, other rappers are seeing this. And they're like, wait, so Chance is doing this, and he gets to go to the White House and hang out with Barack Obama. Or Drake is doing this, and maybe I can be who I am and not have to put up this persona. So I think it's refreshing. You know, I think we're moving in a direction. Yes, you're going to see a little bit of everything. As the consumer, pick what gives your spirit, like, makes you feel good. Surround yourself with images that make you feel good. You know what I mean? And that I think good. also understand that for some people that's their reality. But I think as artists mature, they go through their situations just like all of us. We're all humans. You realize the type of person you want to be. And I think that we definitely got to highlight there are a lot of young artists really pushing out positivity and it's not reliant on that gun message. All right, so that's a positive thing. Let's take some more questions and comments here from the audience. I'm going to finish up on this side right over here. You had a question? Stand up please and tell us your name. My name is Dean. Um, my question is for uh, underground artists, 
even though we have our like sorry even though we have our Kendrick Lamar and J Cole it's really hard to succeed because mainstream labels and a lot of them are looking for negative things so you know growing up around many artists I see many of them trying to cuz for me like hip hop like right now it's devolving in terms of ability so if you look at the 80s from Run DMC Public Enemy P Roxy L Smooth to Nas Jay-Z Eminem the rhyme schemes the substance the music was evolving but now like in the mainstream charts we have like other mumble rappers and everything and now it's hard to become as successful when you have substance behind your music and a lot of people want you to dumb down okay let, you know what? we're up against the clock a little bit let me you, you have two questions let me get Buddha on the underground artist and then I want to get DMC um, on what you're saying about how he sees the current skills um, Buddha. two things I would say uh, maybe three um, accountability um, there's lack of accountability from both parts um, you usually hear the artists get a lot of flack for what's being out there, but there's censorship, and a lot of these corporations are allowing a lot of this negative message, and they're exploiting it. The same way the artist is benefiting from it, the actual messenger is benefiting from it as well. So I think compared to the 90s, um, when certain artists or people did certain things, they was considered a sellout and then you wasn't able to come back to your neighborhood or wherever your, your place of rest was. Um, another thing is the responsibility, and um, I believe that there's enough, there's enough lanes for all these type of artists to have a voice, but also um, we have to be more responsible on what's being put out there. All right, real quick, DMC, what about the uh, so-called mumble rap? I mean, well, I'm, 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 I could never critique another person's creativity. So all of you out there, there no matter what kind of artist you are, <laughs> you can never critique another person's creation. But it's like Buddha said, there's a responsibility that is being not paid attention to because if you pay attention to that responsibility, you will be perceived a certain way. But to all artists, up and coming, present now, the guys and the saints now, you gotta understand something, especially to answer little man's question. If you're a rapper that makes a record about a gun, it's cool. This ain't about censorship and freedom of speech. This is about genocide and homicide. The very next record needs to be a song about not using a gun. Right. But we don't get that no more. Right. We get a bunch of records and songs about using a gun, which is a situation that exists. Like I always tell rappers, yo, not everybody goes to the strip club. So can't you make a You're record? You're kidding me. <laughs> yeah, all right. But, you know, make a record about your aunt who put three kids through college and none of them went to jail and stuff like that. Those things make dynamic records. So it's like Buddha said, it all comes a responsibility. Chuck D told Rakim, EPMD, Run DMC, and Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, 1986, 1988, we was on tour, selling out coliseums. Chuck was like running them, got us getting sneaker deals or movie deals, and we selling out these tours. Chuck D said, do you know what's the most powerful thing about this hip-hop thing and the greatest thing about this hip-hop thing? Some people was like, money? No, the money's good. Don't get it wrong. But Chuck C said the power of communication. We always got a microphone in front of us. We on the radio. We making movies. Now, when you get that opportunity, tell your story. But then tell another story that can really make things change the Take very next day. Take it to next the next day. level. Take it to the next level. All right, this is Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. Uh, this is our special Push for Peace Town Hall. We'll be right back after that.
What up? This is Trey Sons, and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, real people, only on Hot 97. Welcome back to this special episode of Street Soldiers. This is our Push for Peace Town Hall, live from Brooklyn Borough Hall. We are talking about make music, not war, and the positive impact of hip-hop music and culture on our society and around the world. And we have an amazing panel with us, Buddha the Future, hot producer. Somia Krishnamurthy, a music journalist and pop culture expert. The one and only DMC. Hot 97's own L Heavy Hitter, DJ Enough. Podcast host and model, Jazzy Bell. And Brooklyn's own Fresher. Okay, how about some questions and comments from the audience? Okay, I promise you, and then I'm gonna, wait, I gotta, I gotta defer to the group. Stand up right here. Okay, what's your question or comment? My question is, who inspired you the most to become who you are today? Wow. Who would you like to answer that? Enough. Enough. Who inspired you enough? Wow. <laughs> um, well, of course it's DJs, because I wanted to be a DJ. Um, I think, I think honestly, I think initially my dad first, because I saw his hustle and how hard he worked to make sure we were good with my family. Then DJ-wise, it would be there's about three, there's about five DJs I got a name. All right, Grandmaster Flash, because of his technique and uh, the creativity. Um, then it would be uh, Charlie Chase. And for me, it, it meant a lot because he was Puerto Rican and I was Puerto Rican. So I was like, I was like, all right, we got a Puerto Rican DJ. And they, you know, that was kind of tough back then. Um, uh, the world famous uh, DJ Red Alert. And Red Alert gave me my shot, so he personally means a lot, a lot to me. Because um, he was a, a people person, um, and he always gave people um, chances. And he, not for nothing, he birthed so many careers single-handedly, and he reminds me of myself now, <laughs> currently. But um, also, Jam Master Jay. Um, Jam Master Jay was the first DJ that I looked at after the pioneers were created, and I was like, wow, I wanted to be him. There's a difference between wanting to be, you know, do, do like something, but I wanted, to, I wanted to be Jay. Like, he had a rope chain, a Adidas suit on, and he was on tour with Run DMC. Um, and, then there's one, and there's one more, uh, Phone Master Flex at home. Totally. Which I was a rival, you know, DJ with for many years, but we taught each other a lot, and, and to this day we're still making changes. And those great men um, helped me become DJ enough today. All right, here's the inspiration. You got a question or comment? What's your first name? Yes, how you doing, Jack Doe? How you doing? I'm a media personality, so I know some of the kind of industry insider. Uh, I remember at times when our community had like turmoil, and there was a time where in music, where the artists came together as a collective, and they came up with a song, some of y'all may not know, called Self-Destruction. Now, what, oh, yes. So what, what do you feel, I know about the egos and everything, what would it take for this to happen again? And also, DMC, why you wasn't on that record? 
question. <laughs> on on self-destruction. Wow, good question. Okay. I think the real the, no, we we should have been on it, but I think we was on tour at the time. I bet you were on tour at the time. I wasn't on it. Yeah. All right, we'll let you yeah, slide yeah. with that just because we don't have a lot of time. But go ahead. <laughs> I mean, I think I think a record like that can happen. I don't see why not. You know, Fresher could start it. Booty could produce it. Um, Lisa have to put it down. Tamaya could write about it, and Jazzy can have it on her on her, on her podcast. You know what I mean? Right. And then when you're done, I could break it on the new end too. So we could do. So you're saying right here, right now, we can do a push for peace. You know what? Let's do it. We'll do it. I'm going to take charge, me and you. Okay, we'll do We're going to make a record called Push for Peace. I'm producing okay. the record. I though. promise you. Okay, where are we going? All right, let's do it. All right, let's Mark my words. Panel. Okay, we got all the Y'all start. See what you started? See what you started? And, uh, all right. Okay, I don't know about that, brother. Hold okay, on. All right. Let's not reach too far, okay? You know what they say? When you reach too far, you can fall flat on your face. No, I'm, joking. I'm joking around. I'm joking around. But that's, see where you started? That was great. That's, what this that's a great is, idea. That's what this is all about. Everybody gets four we'll, find, we'll find a way for you, or a role for you. What's your first name and your question to? My name is Sanaya. My question is to Jazzy. What was your dream when you was little? My oh, dream question. when I was little? Yes. Woo, that is a good question. Oh, my God. I've always been in love with hip-hop, hence my podcast is called Women in Hip-Hop. And the reason why it's called Women in Hip-Hop, because initially I wanted to be a female rapper. Crazy, right? See? All right? So, not right now, no. <laughs> but growing up, again, I grew up in Detroit, Michigan. And growing up with a strict father, like you said you did also enough, was hard for me. Growing up with seven brothers and a strict father in a house household was even harder. So being able to look up to women like Little Kim, look up to women like the Brad, look up to women like Queen Latifah, and all of these women meant a lot, to, a lot to me because they made it in their chosen field. That a lot of the odds was stacked against them because it's not a lot of females doing what they were doing. And to see them have a voice and see them, and they're all different in their own little way. Little Kim was, you know, Little Kim, and then you had Queen Latifah, and you had the brat. But what I love about that as women, and what I want you to learn as you grow into being a young, beautiful lady, is that we don't have to be one-dimensional. We can also, outside of our physical, show that we are smart, we are intellectual, we can articulate a sentence and show everybody that we have brains as well as everything else. So as a little girl, I looked up to these women and that's why I love hip hop and that's why I feel like we all need to cherish this genre of music and protect it, even for women like myself and young ladies like yourself. So that's who inspired me and it's right. hip hop in a whole. There it is. Okay, what's your first name, what's your question? My name is Coco Puff like the cereal, hello. I've actually host parties. I work with DJ Enough and trucked out parties twice. <laughs> I Maybe just, lit too, right? Lit. Lit, okay, well, how about a question or comment? Because we only have a couple minutes. Okay, and um, this is for Jazzy. Mm -hmm. Speaking of women in hip hop, yes. I think it's disgusting okay. right now that Remy and Nikki is going back and forth. Ah, like, 
<laughs> back in the days, it was, you know, LL Cool J and, you know, everybody else going back and forth. You know, that was kind of cool. But right now, I think the women, is, is, I think they just reaching and it's just like for likes and, you know, advertisement and attention. And I think that is disgusting. How do you, what do you think about it? Real quick. <sighs> yeah, that's a two-part answer I have because... I understand why you say it's disgusting because as women, I'm all for women empowerment. And it's hard to say that and still enjoy, in a sense, the essence of hip hop where it was all about freestyling and battle rapping. You understand what I'm saying? So I don't necessarily think it's too disgusting because I like for women to be held to the same standards as these men in hip hop. We're not gonna always get along. As yes. much as I would love yes. to get along with you, it doesn't happen. You know what I mean? But so if the guys can be why can't the ladies? Let's yeah, take a exactly. special comment. Thank you, Jazzy. Sorry, I had to sum it up new style. <laughs> What's your first name? It's William. And your question or comment? Uh, earlier today, uh, DMC, you mentioned that um, it's important for companies to uh, make a fresh breath of inspirational music. Yes. And what, yeah, and what, uh, this is, this question's for everyone. In, in what ways have, uh, has companies been uh, opening that door for that kind of music, and uh, are there any ways in which they can improve or build on that? Well, uh, Ice-T told me something very powerful many years ago and I've been in this business a long time. Here in America, sex and violence sells. Here in America, negativity is used as a false sense of power because it seems that it's exciting and it's powerful and it's dominant and it's disrespectful. So everything that is negative is what this entertainment industry is built on when you think about it from an entertainment standpoint. But also, we at a time right now where we don't need to depend on the corporations because we can create our own works of art and control ourselves what we put out. So it falls down on the individual, there should be no excuses. Now that being said, if you are signed to a record deal and you're the artist that they paid a lot of money to and they depend on you to give them what they signed you for, that's all cool. But it's up to you to say, before I take this check, I'll give you what I want, but I want y'all to give me what I need for my people. Like when Chuck D said, I like Nike, but wait a minute, the neighborhood supports and put some money in it. It's cool to come put a basketball court in the abandoned park, but why don't you take them dollars and invest it into the educational system? So we need to take control of where the money goes that we are getting. All right, we're almost out of time. We just want to acknowledge Hip Hop Gamer, who's always supported us here. Everybody. Real quick, you got 10 I, seconds. Yeah, real quick. So my question is for Buddha. Love all y'all. You already know. My question for Buddha. Um, that, I, that, I mean, I know that he lost his mom, but what, a lot of times in loss, we find positive uh, moments. And a lot of times in loss, we find growth. How have you found growth in what you do, and how do you spread that across him? Buddha, you got 20 seconds. Okay. First and foremost, love is free. It doesn't cost anything. Right. That's the one thing. That's the one thing that my mom taught me, and she said, um, 
In this world, we're physical beings, but up in heaven, there's always spiritual battles. So your responsibility on earth is to push love. Love kills, love heals, love is the power and the core of everything, and it's free. So what I did during my pain when I lost my best friend was put my pain into art. All right, and on that note, love is free. Push for peace. Make music, make love, not war. I want to thank our amazing panel for this episode of Street Soldiers, our special Push for Peace Town Hall, Buddha the Future, Sonia Krishnamurthy, DMC, DJ Enough, Jazzy Bell, and Fresher. And I want a special shout out to our team at Hot 97, our Director of Operations, Patricia Robinson. Our general manager, Charlie Morgan, our program director at Hot 97, the one and only P.O. Farrell, and also our sponsor, Metro Plus, uh, for making this possible, and of course, Borough President Eric Adams and his amazing staff, and I want to thank, obviously, everybody on my team, Team Lisa, Hot 97, Fox 5, you guys already know who you are. Mia Bell. I really appreciate that, and you're giving me the sign that I'm out of time, so I'm not going to shout you all out, but I want to I want to thank everybody that came out. Let's just make this the beginning, not the end. Let's make this the beginning. And I want to thank you for coming out for this special Push for Peace Town Hall from Brooklyn Borough Hall. I'm Lisa Evers, and say it with me. Remember, use your mind. It's your best weapon. I hope it's your only weapon, and let's push for peace. Come on.